You're listening to the Tech Nest Podcast. You'll hear from PropTech founders, investors, and industry veterans on how they're using tech to change the way we buy, sell, and invest in real estate. This isn't just another podcast about making money in real estate. This is about how we live. In each episode, you'll hear about the market opportunities and trends driving the industry forward. TechNest is proudly produced by Finn Ledger in partnership with HW Media. And now your host, Nate Smoyer. Welcome back to TechNest, the PropTech podcast. I'm very excited for this episode today. We got David Haas, he's co-founder and COO of a company called PowerPay. It's PowerPay. PowerPay is a digital lending platform. They work in the home improvement industry. So fully automated technology, uh, they're able to offer near instant, like two minute time, instant approvals on loans up to $100,000. And they do this and the delivery method is awesome. It's through service providers. So contractors working with homeowners can now offer financing. And it's a really great value add for both the homeowner and the contractor. But here's what's remarkable. They've really only got up and off the ground 2019, raised a very small amount of money through friends and family, just 1.9 million. And what started as a 10 person company has already grown to over 200 employees, one and a half billion dollars plus in loan value, 7,000 home improvement contractors and service providers on their network and growing fast. We get into the details of their business, why it's unique, how they're differentiating in the market, their advantages, and of course, what the prospects of growth look like. I think you'll really enjoy this from multiple different angles. So let's go and jump right into it. Hey, David, welcome to the show. Hey, Nate, thanks for having me. I'm excited to have you here. And uh, this is going to be a really fun episode. I think um, you guys have got a really interesting business that I feel like has been flying under the radar a little bit. So hopefully we can give it a little bit of limelight. So as always, with tradition, uh, we'll get started. Please go ahead, introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are and what you do. I'm David Haas, co-founder and COO of PowerPay. Uh, we're, we are a consumer finance uh, company. We lend uh, generally for now home improvements uh, to through contractors to consumers looking to upgrade and fix their homes. Got it. And you kind of alluded to it there a little bit, but you know, if you if you could summarize the big problem that PowerPlay is aiming to solve, what is that problem? Well, there's a couple of problems we're solving. Uh, the, the first problem that we're solving for is making it really easy for a contractor and a consumer to use financing to get a home improvement uh, loan for a project that they need or, or want and do it very quickly. We only have a few seconds to do this in the home, and we spend a lot of our time reducing the speed and reducing the friction for the consumer so that it's really easy to make a decision to buy the project they really need. Got it. So, so, so when I need to get uh, you know, the water heater craps out, uh, or where I'm at now, uh, when a hailstorm comes through, <laughs> And, and rains chaos onto us all, and suddenly my siding is all jacked up on some, you know, one half the house, and I need new siding. I wasn't planning for that. So sure. you guys come in and make it possible for the consumer to get the loan to be able to take on that project. Well, just so you know that uh, the U.S. population, 
that 50, over 50% of all home improvements, over $5,000 are financed. Most people don't have the money put away for uh, you know a, a project like a new roof, uh, new windows, new door, et cetera. They're not really ready. And what we do is make these large uh, purchases, we break them into low monthly payments so that that project can be more affordable. We're helping the consumer with their budget. We're helping the contractor get the job done and getting the consumers the project that they need and they want. Got it. Yeah. And now, obviously, you just said, you know, projects are over 5,000, half of those get financed. So so lending here on home improvement projects, that's not new. That's not, no. that's not anything no. new. Uh, so before we get into really the, the the unique angle that PowerPay is taking on this, how did you end up doing this? Like, did you were you just kind of looking at the market, saying, "How do I get a slice of that?" Or did you go through a personal experience that that led you to, "Hey, this we need to build and solve for this." Well, um, yeah. So uh, my business partner and I, Mike Petrakis, we um, we started a business a long time ago that was in home improvement, where we were using. Um, uh, my digital background, a digital marketing background, and his uh, home improvement construction background, where we were able to take a business model and grow it very quickly using uh, creative marketing and financing. Um, where we took, a, like for example, a home generator, which cost about $10,000 to install and purchase, and we turned it into a $99 a month payment. And when we did that, our world just sort of changed. Uh, we, the, our, 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 our business kind of blew up we realized that consumers, they want to buy these things. They just don't want to pay $10,000 for it, but they're willing to pay $100 a month for it. And when we realized that that was really what the, what the market was, and we looked around, uh, you know, we were using companies like Green Sky and, and Synchrony and Wells Fargo, and we looked at the level of products that they, they offered, how um, you know, they were not easy to use. They were expensive for the contractor, meaning they charged the contractor a fee, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a great service, a great product. So we realized, well, there's a real opportunity here. Maybe we should take a look at this. And when we really dove deep into it, we realized there was a really big opportunity to build a big business, and that's what we've done. Right. So, so in, in this case, and what you guys doing? Like you're partnering with the service providers. Service provider is out working with the consumer directly. And instead of the consumer saying, okay, you know, now that I have a quote, going to a bank and getting a loan or, you know, putting on a credit card or, well, I've got to go get a HELOC to, to be able to pay this, that now they're able to actually work directly with the contractor. And previously, the only way a contractor could offer that was either through what you're, you're describing here, like these programs through like maybe a bank or, you know, some other institution. But the contractor's paying high fees on to be able to do that, or there's a high cost there for, for that contract to extend that line of credit to the consumer. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying, Nate. You know the business probably as well as I do now. So <laughs> look, it's it's pretty simple. Like, you know, if I'm a if I'm a homeowner and I have a contractor in my home because I need to get my roof replaced or I want a new kitchen, um, if I need to go out and borrow money, which I do in most cases, I could put it on a credit card in some cases, which is a 29% interest rate, right? Or I could go to my my bank and try to get a, a loan, which could take four to six weeks, sometimes longer, mm-hmm. um, in this environment especially, um, and it's and it's expensive and it's time consuming. Or I could go to a uh, you know a, a company like um, Green Sky, which is going to charge my contractor a 10% or seven 10% fee to to offer the financing, which all it's doing is is making my 
project cost me 10% more. Right. They're just going to pass it through to me. So, um, or I can borrow from family. There's a million different ways I can borrow. But what we've done is make it really easy for the consumer to say, hey, look, um, this is really simple. It's a pretty reasonable interest rate. It's a uh, low payment over a long period of time. I can get this project done, really get what I want from the contractor. And we're not taking any money from the contractor in general. So there's less friction in the marketplace. It's really mm. easy to transact with us. And it makes it really easy for the contractor and or the consumer to make a decision about a about a purchase. And, and so and, and when a, so when a contractor is, you know, offering these the, the, this credit, if you will, or this this uh, financing to the consumer through you guys, what's the cost of the contractor to be able to offer that service? Well, there's a we 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 call it a freemium model. We, for the most part, our, our core model is um, up to 15 years, up to a hundred thousand uh, dollars, interest rates starting at four nine nine, and a no fee, no fee to the dealer, okay? If they wanna use our, we have premium services, so they can, if they need to buy down the rate or, or they wanna use our, our advanced funding or they want to use a promotional product, there's a fee for that. But we try to be the lowest fee um, or the or no fee company. That's really what our, our model is. But, yeah. but great service, that's important. Yeah, so so hundred thousand dollars though. I mean, for a fair amount of service businesses, they may not need to finance all of their projects, uh, but there may be a few here and there, and so then that offers them that flexibility to still get the deal done, keep moving, and you know they're, they're not having to overextend themselves personally or like you know risk it on a, a payment plan that they're, they're they're holding the note necessarily. Not everyone's going to need to finance the project, right? And first, more people need to finance than you think. Number one, that's that's. A, a big misconception. We have uh, clients that are half a billion dollar mm. clients, like like contractors, remodeling companies around the country, regional and national, that 75% of their business is coming through financing. So that's the, the model they chose. They, they, they like the promotional products. They like to push out, you know, 12 months, no interest, no payment, 24 months, no interest, no payment, whatever the program is. That's how they market. And consumers like that. Consumers mm -hmm. like the idea of being able to get the, their new kitchen that they want and not have to pay anything for 12 or 24 months while they're you know building their their nest egg back up. Um, so to me, it's it's a, it's a major part of the way people buy nowadays. I mean, look, most people buy cars. It's in the auto industry. They're making payments. They're not really thinking about how much the car costs. They know what they can afford, and that's what they how they buy. And in, in same with home improvement. When you start to really worry about what it actually costs versus what you can afford, you're going to buy the right um, home improvement rather than cutting corners and being unhappy with what you got in the in the long term. So, you know, for an extra twenty dollars a month, can you get that upgraded kitchen that you wanted, or a better, you know, roofing material, or a different, you know, window uh, that's more efficient, or an HVAC system? So there's there's reasons to use the financing because it takes that that big payment. You know, a ten thousand dollar payment and breaks it down to a hundred dollars a month. So mm -hmm. to decide to go for a hundred and twenty dollars a month for that better piece of equipment, you're going to do it most every time. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that the perspective certainly and the framing of it changes the the approach. Uh, I dare not to. I don't want to get into car <laughs> into the car industry comparisons. I totally understand where, where you're going there, I and mean, certainly is a is an angle for sales reps. I mean, when when you walk into the dealer, they, they want to stay focused on that piece because right. they don't want you to know what the the real bottom line here is. But I see what you you know. This is a, a not just a matter of convenience to the consumer, but it also is a tremendous value add 
for the service that you know contractors are able to provide to the end consumer. I'm I'm sure. curious if you can uh, you know elaborate a little bit more. I mean, obviously, there's just about any project that this can cover around the home. But is this are you seeing people leverage this so that they can you know maybe sell the house for more, or is this as part of just necessary repairs and or you know how people you know make the home their own by doing their own custom you know, improvements and remodels um we see uh, we see we see it all i mean mm-hmm. from uh from the type of projects that we that people want to get done so it's pools and spas roofing siding windows kitchen remodeling basement remodeling interior exterior it doesn't really matter to us we we you know we're 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 lending to the consumer it's unsecured so their home equity isn't really at risk um it's a very easy and convenient way to borrow money for that 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 program the other side of it the type of people that use it so so people use it for i always say and and this this proves out in our in our numbers it's need and it's want okay so half of our clients use this to, for projects that they need, like a new roof or new windows. Half of them use it for projects they want, a new den, a new home office, uh, you know, a new kitchen remodel, a new bathroom remodel, et cetera. We're seeing homeowners that, that do this for a variety of reasons. Sometimes it's actually getting the house ready for a sale. Uh, it's a really easy way to do it. It's really quick. It takes The application takes about a minute. The approval can take about a minute, and you can literally have a new loan uh, with your contractor in a couple of minutes and you're ready to go. Right. So it's a tool I think that, that realtors can use to help their con- their consumers and their homeowners um, get their house ready for sale or when they bought a house. You know, they've got mm-hmm. a mortgage, they don't really want to tap into any more of that, that, that mortgage line or maybe they, they just didn't get enough. They can use this if they can get approved for uh, additional improvements into the home. Could a real estate agent in theory offer this almost like a like a, as a general contractor like they come in with the financing and then say you know list with us and uh get fifteen thousand dollars in advance towards your you know improvements before sale like is that a pop we don't we, we, do yeah, we, we have that we have that happen all the time but generally it's the it's the you know the homeowner is going to apply whether it came through the the realtor or not we have affiliate programs we do talk to you know big affiliate mm-hmm. uh partners like that so i could see that being a, a growing business right now the home improvement business is is off the charts um i'm sure you see the the, the reports in the papers and, and on the news oh yeah um but Look, there's so much opportunity. There's so much volume right now. There's so much demand, and with the with the supply chain problems, things have been pushed out even further. So, look, it's um, it's it's a really good time to be in the home improvement business. It's frustrating at the same time because a lot of contractors can't get materials, they can't find laborers. Um, mm-hmm. It's really difficult to get these jobs done on time, and so it causes problems in the in the process. But what's cool about what we do is our lending allows that consumer to push things out. So if they did a $20,000 job for an extra $200 a month to push that job out, it's not gonna be a big deal. You know, yeah. if they if they had to write the check and put it all at once and they're not getting that job done, I could see that being pretty frustrating as a consumer. Yeah, yeah, I, would, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. It, there's so many things that you just said in there that I, I kind of want to unpack them one at a time here before I move on. You know, we talked about a lot of the projects that you guys do fund and, and then the scenarios that often come up. Is there anything that's not on the list or a type of project or improvement 
around the home that you guys tend to steer away from or, or don't really like to lend against? Um, well, we don't do like soft services like pest control and things like that is not a thing that we, this is more home improvement. So things are sort of fixed to the property or fixed to the home, uh, something sizable, significant. We do go down to $2,500 as a minimum loan. But, you know, there's some things that like we, we would, I wouldn't say we would steer, steer away from, but if it's a service like that, probably not. Um, you know, we do. Like home- I just had my uh, HVAC ducts, air ducts vacuumed out. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not vacuum, also- but we would replace, you know, if it's a replacement of your HVAC mm. or a replacement of your ducts or installation of ducts or uh, installing a new, a new, uh, new HVAC system. That's, you know, of course, everything like that. We'll do hardscaping, landscaping, uh, like I said, pools and spas earlier. There's literally nothing that we don't do, but there's a few mm-hmm. things that we would probably not, you know, want to do um, that you mentioned. What is fueling the surge behind home improvements? What do you really think the underlying reason is that that this business, this industry is is totally booming right now. Well, there's there's really obvious reasons to me. Um, number one, the pandemic really accelerated the problem uh, or the opportunity for us. But the, it, you know what happened was everybody, you know, the country shuts down. Most parts of the country shut down at one point early in 2020, um, and we were panicking. Actually, we weren't really sure what was going to happen. But within a week or two, we started getting calls from friends, families, contractors saying, you know. I mean, we have projects to do, um, you know, pipe, more people move into the house, things are breaking, pipes are breaking, uh, they're running out of space. So all of a sudden the phone starts ringing and uh, we need this, we need to, you know, build a mother-in-law suite or a she shed, or uh, we need to expand an extra bedroom or put an addition on our house. And all of a sudden things started to spike quickly. Uh, at the same time, um, so there was this need, uh, people in their homes, stuck in their homes with more people uh, sheltering together and they had to upgrade the home that they were in. Some people were now realizing they're aging in place and they needed to spend time to fix up their house. So they put one day, these one day, they're really one day baths, but they'd do a bath, taking a a bathtub and turning into a walk-in shower. So things like that were happening uh, dramatically as well. Um, Add on uh, aging uh, housing stock, which is, it's it's a national issue. Um, these these homes needed to be upgraded, mm-hmm. so we see that in in the in the forefront. Um, we see, um, you know, now, now what we have happening is obviously there's this this you know over demand that can't be met because of the supply chain issue. So these projects are getting pushed out and out and out, which we see a more piling up of of new jobs that want to get done. So it really boils down to a couple things. Um, you know, I need to, uh, an, a home improvement or I want a home improvement and I don't want to wait anymore. The second part is I'm now at home. Mm-hmm. I can't travel, right? The world is shut down. I can't travel internationally. I can barely travel domestically and I want to stay mm-hmm. So I'm putting a pool in my house. I'm putting a spa in my house. I'm putting in something that makes me want to stay in my home more for longer periods of time with my family. And that is a huge driver of the business for us. So that's been fascinating to see. The problem is it takes, you know, like a year backup for pools now. You can't, you can order a pool now, but you won't get it installed for another year. Can't get the supplies. They can't get the laborers to do the work. It's, it's, uh, it's fascinating, but it's, you know, it's what we deal with. I, I bet you, you guys must be sitting on a just 
totally fascinating set of data of what projects people are wanting and when and not just the delays, but I mean, you're seeing the applications, like you know where the interest is at. Is there a, a, you know, is there a future play there? Like how does PowerPay leverage that data moving forward to provide better services and, and products? Well, um, that is probably the best question someone's asked me in a long time, so thank you. Uh, the data is really critical. The bad news is that we spend most of our time just trying to get the volume through our platform the current volume that we have. So, uh, as you, probably, I'm not sure if you mentioned it on the call, PowerPay, you know, start launched its business January of 2020. Essentially, we've um, we've booked over a billion dollars in originations at this point and funded loans. Um, we'll probably do another billion this year, trying to stay with the volume that we have. Um, and there's another part of the data that you really didn't talk about, but we're seeing probably double that. Uh, or maybe almost triple that in applications. We don't approve everybody that comes in, but we're we're seeing the applications that come in, so we're seeing a tremendous amount of data. And on top of that, we do a lot of data mining on the the, the application data that comes in. We're we're not only um, you know using data to to score our consumers, but we're also using data to score our our contractors and our merchants that we have coming in the platform. So we're so we're, we're combing through an enormous amount of data to decide who is a good borrower and who's a good merchant, um, which is really fun. Getting to the point where we know, you know, what projects are coming down the pike. We're, you know, it's interesting that you say that, but we're really more client driven, meaning our, our merchant partners, you know, if they're in the, if they're in the window, window and door business, that's what they bring us. You know, if, if you're a pool man, a pool deal, a pool installer, uh, you know, that's, that's the business you're bringing mm-hmm. us. So we know what you're doing. Uh, we, we know where you're doing it. It's not like you know we could take the entire country and see what's you know hot in Texas versus what's hot in California, what's hot in Florida. It's pretty obvious stuff. Um, roofing, HVAC, windows and uh, windows and doors, exteriors. That's the big driver of our business for the most part. There's certain niches that are really fun, but um, you know that data is, is is fascinating to look at, and we do use it uh, for lots of different things. You mentioned being client driven, which then kind of sparks another idea of, you know, at some point you're going to have a extremely, I mean, you, you have it now, what, seven, 7,000 uh, service providers and home That's improvement right. specialists, you know, That's right. leveraging the platform. You're going to have an incredible service contractor network nationwide. When does PowerPay become a consumer facing brand where they say, I need a trusted contractor who then also offers financing and then they can, you know, get that from you guys directly. Well, it's, uh, we do, we do see a lot of that. We're seeing more and more where the consumer is finding us, uh, learning about us, and then they're asking their contractor if they use us. Um, and then a lot of times the contractor will apply and we'll vet them if they're good. We'll put them in the system and then they can let their consumer. You know, write the loan that way. It happens uh, more and more. You know, we do some direct to consumer uh, today. We're building that out uh, as we speak. Um, but the driver of our business is really merchant centric. Um, we've got great, great merchant partners that bring us business over and over. And when they really, you know, lean into the relationship, there's a lot we can do to make it very good for their business. And you know, look, a contractor. They're, they'll tell you exactly what they want. What they don't want to do is to bounce around from lender to lender, right? So if I'm in the home 
and I'm coming to Nate's house and mm. Nate needs a new roof. Uh, and, and Nate decides, you know, that $10,000 roof, I'd like to finance it. And you, you apply and you get declined. The, what that, that contractor is going to do is going to go to the next lender and submit it again. And the next lender submit it until we find someone that says yes. Our, right? Because they want the job and you want the roof, right? So it's this sort of a delicate dance that we do. But what PowerPay does, we spend all of our time trying to um, build a model that allows the contractor to get more yeses than noes. That's our job. Just make it be a yes. Mm. And so we've opened up a, a credit box or a credit policy that today goes from 600 and up, which not a lot of lenders can do. Wow. So we buy pretty deep compared to everybody else. Yeah. And we give a fair rate for that program as well. And we're about to announce a new program that's going to take us down to 500 with a very fair rate. So 500 FICO score, because people with a 500 FICO in that range aren't bad borrowers. They just may have had some credit problems or, you know, right. in the past. And they they have a good job. They've got good income. They just have a little bit of a ding credit. So we're trying to find ways to get our contractors to get a yes so that their consumer can get the project that they want and they need. Wow, I've not heard of anyone uh, going as you described it, buying that deep. Like I, that, that's a first to me. And I genuinely wish I would have known about this. I could have referred my mom over to you guys because she, <laughs> she ended up, you know, she had a property. She ended up selling it to investor. You know, it needed a lot of work, yeah. and uh, you know, the cash out of pocket was just too much. And so this would have been a really great sure. uh, situation there. Uh, kind of zooming out a little bit, though, as we, we kind of look at the market as a whole, we, we talked about the supply, you brought up supply chain problems a little bit earlier. Has that had a material effect on your business and its ability to grow? Or have you just seen that your backlog for business that is eventually to come just continues to grow? I think uh, I would say that I'd be you know, it's kind of ridiculous for me to say it hasn't hurt or helped us because on the one hand, you know, uh, uh, lumber costs costs were up 30 or 40% in earlier in the year. They came back down and then they're spiking again. Mm -hmm. um, material costs continue to, uh, are, are still really high and have gone up. They may be flattening a little bit, but they're still higher than they used to. So projects cost more. Labor costs, Finding labor is virtually impossible for some industries. Mm -hmm. It's causing problems. Getting stuff shipped from from overseas, it, it take, taking longer. So all this is doing is just raising the cost of projects. So for some people, they're pushing off or not even doing a project. I think that can hurt a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, but for others, they're looking at, 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 at financing as a way to kind of, I wouldn't say double down, but to, to confirm the project that they want to do and commit to it. That way they can get it now. That way if prices continue to go, they can at least start their project now, get it done sooner, uh, and pay it out slowly. So having the ability to take that $20,000 project, get it committed now, and start paying out $200 a month, let's say, for that project, it, it, it helps the, 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 the consumer affordability of that project which is costing them more it just, I think it just helps with the equation. And for the contractor, it kind of gives, it takes a little pressure off of them to say, hey, look, you know, this project's gonna take me longer. It's not my fault. I mean, it is what it is. But the consumer is now saying, well, okay, whenever it happens, it happens. I'm not being charged anything from PowerPay, depending upon the program that they're in. And when the project does hit, I'll start paying it off and when it's, when it's ready to go. And we're flexible enough to help the consumer when the project cost does go up, 
if they have to raise it up a little bit, we can do that as long as they have the credit um, capabilities to handle it, we do that. Yeah. And and and, and kind of, again, staying low zoomed out here, so 7,000 uh, service providers on the platform, how many are in the country that are relevant that, you know, makes uh, sense to go after and, you know, to kind I of mean, paint the I, picture I, of a market seen, opportunity here? I've seen numbers that are like 300,000 contractors or I don't even know. There's so many in the country, I have no idea. Um, you know, if you look at the top, you know, 200 or it, there, it's it's multiple, multiple billions of dollars. So, you know, we're not, we don't have visions of, of being the only player in the in the space where, you know, we're happy to move up in the, in the food chain going from, you know, uh, a second look lender, which we started out as just a second look. We're now a first look lender because we have products that 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 equal and rival and, and probably are superior to Green Sky and Wells Fargo and, and Synchrony Bank. Um, they're better for the contractor. They're better for the consumer. They cost less or cost nothing. You know, we're happy with the product that we've come to market with. So, um, you know, getting more uh, contractors is obviously and more merchants is what we do, mm-hmm. but. You know, there's enough there's enough business to go around for a lot of different lenders right now. You know, and and, and what are you guys doing then to aggressively get that that market? I mean, obviously, I, I understand, appreciate you saying, like, you know, we don't think we're going to be the this is a, a a winner take all. Which, by the way, like, I I don't know if that phase of startups has passed. That used to be like the uh, opening liner to a lot of startup pitch decks of like this is a some winner take all this is why right. we need your 100 million you know and i th- i think we've kind of moved a little bit away from that so i appreciate you sharing that but you know i know that you guys have raised some money so are you going to be going back that path to raising more and then putting that as a you know into uh you know your go to market to aggressively win more market share yeah well so so uh, let me answer that in a couple different ways number 1 you know, PowerPay, uh, again, in a very short period of time, went from 10 people in, uh, let's say, December uh, 2019. We launched in January 2020, and we're now at, you know, February 1st, 2022. Uh, we're now, we went from 10 people to 200 people. So we grew really fast. Wow. Um, and, you know, we were playing, in many cases, catch up or just to stay with it. It was, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of hard work. A lot of late nights, a lot of weekends, just to keep keep up with the demand that we had, you know. And you go from zero to a billion dollars in originations. Um, it's it's you know it's it's we we we're proud of the work that we've done, and as, but we're we're nowhere we're near where we we want to be. Um, mm-hmm. We can go from a billion to three billion, taking market share from uh, not only from the existing big players by getting companies that normally haven't got used financing to start using financing because it doesn't cost them anything, which was the major friction point for offering financing. So we think there's a, just a big, big market in home improvement. Um, and in addition, by changing our credit policy and doing things that make it easier for the contractor and the consumer to get a yes, we feel like we can grow our business even more. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, and we're profitable, we've been profitable since the month six of our operation. We don't hear that often in startups. <laughs> and it's been, uh, you know, interesting to talk to investment, uh, you know, brokers and, and investment bankers and credit funds and and uh, growth equity funds that are that are courting us 
um, it's been interesting to you know, have those conversations with them. We are profitable. We don't really need to raise any money, but we believe that there's an m- opportunity right now for a lot mm-hmm. of reasons. Number one, there's been incredible consolidation in our space. Green Sky's been purchased, okay? The number one player was bought by Goldman Sachs. Uh, Enterbank, the foundation was purchased. Service Finance was purchased. Um, a few other companies, our competitors, were all qu- acquired in the last six months. And so we see an opportunity, and they were bought by banks generally that are now gonna ch- cut out other banks from using them as a lending platform. So here is PowerPay, sort of independent, entrepreneurial, very aggressive. We're in a really good position, and we think there's a really good time for us to grow and take market share, maybe make an acquisition or two. Um, so we're out there looking, we'll be out there looking for some money, uh, but we're, we're looking for strategic partners, and uh, I think that's the, the, the approach we're gonna take. Uh, we're being very cautious about it because we really don't have to do anything. We're, we're, we're doing really well financially. It's been a, uh, you know, I think we've done a smart thing by building the business the way we have. Yeah, I mean, uh, to grow that fast without multiple rounds is a little bit of a standout. And obviously identifying, you know, multiple points of friction that are stopping purchases that people are really motivated to make happen. And, you know, kudos in being able to, to do that all during an unprecedented time uh, is really a, quite a remarkable achievement. So yeah. clearly, you've got a few things going correctly. <laughs> so, well, you know, I, we, we only raised uh, $1.9 million, and that was in 2019 to, to build the company. And to do what we've done with that, we think is, uh, you know, wow. it, it's, 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 a, it's a really, it's a really, we're proud of that, uh, that fact. Now, obviously, um, you know, in two years' time, it, it's pretty lightning fast. But I'm sure there was one or two things along the way that you've learned that weren't going to work out, or uh, maybe you had an idea for a new product uh, line. Can you share a story of um, maybe a strategy or, or a, uh, something you guys had tried that just didn't work out or wasn't going the way you hoped it would? Um, that's a tough question. I I guess the, the first thing that comes to my mind is that. You know, one of the things we found when we first got into the space, uh, we were what's called a second look, which means we would basically take, if Green Sky declined a, 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 an application, um, that the contractor mm-hmm. would come to us second. And because we're, our credit box was a little, was much broader than Green Sky's, we would be, generally be able to accept it. Um, but we were considered that second look, second look, second look. And so, you know, as a result, you get lower FICO score client, not lower, but but not, you know, we're not getting the super prime customers, the prime customers, we're getting the, 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 the we'll call a second look. So we launched a, a mm-hmm. product to compete with Green Sky. We launched a uh, promotional product, a 12, an 18, a 24 month, no interest, no payment product. And what we loved about it was that, you know, for that 24 months, for example, if the customer got a 24 month promotion, um, there was a fee for the contractor, but it was lower than Green Sky charged, right? So, but they still wanted to offer it. And for the consumer, they'd get, they, they make no payment and no interest payment for 24 months, right? And even during the, the construction period, they wouldn't pay anything. And when that promotion ended, the loan would convert to an 8.99 loan and it would convert to a 13 year term. So they'd have two years, no interest, no payment, and they'd have an 18, uh, sorry, a 20, uh, what did I say, 24 month promotional, they'd have a 13 year uh, uh, loan. And so that payment, that payment would, would revert to like a, um, a $20,000 loan, like a $200 a month payment, mm-hmm. right? 
no big deal. They wanted to keep the loan, they could keep the loan, right. or they could pay it off, they do whatever they want. With a green sky loan in that scenario, at the end of the promotion, it would revert to mm. a 29% interest rate, right? The contractor didn't care generally because they're out of the loan, they're gone, they got their money and, and, you know, and it's now just the consumer and green sky kind of battling it out. If the consumer doesn't have the money, they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna default on that loan. It's 29%, it's bad, right? We don't like it, we don't believe in it, it's not a good model. And so what we're trying to do, what we thought is, hey contractor, here's a much better program. Why don't you use that? Well, wow. it sort of, it was like, they didn't seem to care at all. I mean, they're, they're now using it, but it's not, I thought it was gonna be, it was gonna change the world when we first came out with it. Yeah. And it really didn't. It was one of those things where it's better for the consumer, it's better for the contractor. You know, they're getting, the consumer getting what they want, but, but they're not saddling them with a 29% interest rate. So we thought that was gonna change the world for us and it really didn't. It's been slow going and it's helped a lot, but it hasn't changed the world and it's surprising to me. That's what I would call, I wouldn't call it a failure, but it was a, a revelation of yeah. that, that contractors are pretty inert when it comes to promotional type of programs. They like what they like and having them change their pattern, it's a lot of work for us to do that. You know, the reality is I think there's a lot of things in and around real estate uh, that echo that exact same sentiment where there's actually improvements all across the board or it's better on security or it's faster or it, you know, and for whatever reason, you know, we just don't seem to aren't able to, to move the ball down the field. So uh, I appreciate that, uh, sharing that sentiment. Well, we're going we're gonna to move on to the bottom half for the show here, uh, moving on to my favorite segment, which is called For the Future. Uh, for the future is a segment where I get to ask each guest who comes in the show to give their best predictions based on the following four questions. David, are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, let's do this. First one: What does PowerPay look like one year from now? Um, we should be double in size. We'll probably be entering multiple markets, uh, uh, multiple verticals. Uh, solar is on our radar. We're actually rolling out a solar program as we speak. Um, we're going to be going into elective medical, which is uh, things like dental, vision, cosmetic, um, plastics, things that are that are our consumers want and need, um, mm. and they're they're large purchases that they uh, that they don't want to pay for up front. They want to pay them out over time, and mm. we'll be looking at RV and marine, which is a, a market that's very similar to the demographic of the home improvement client base that we have today and they're using our same platform the same underwriting platform and it just wow. makes a lot of sense and so we'll be getting to those other programs when you're ready for that one let me know my neighbor sells rvs there you go <laughs> so, there you go i got a test i got someone to test it out for you question number two i think you'll really enjoy this one what's one product or service we won't likely see a buy now pay later option for in the near future well you know what i i'm not even sure i can think of something because what I'm seeing in buy now pay later, which I don't I don't consider the the thing that everybody else considers buy now pay later, which is you know buy a sweater on the, on the internet and break it into four payments. That's not buy now pay later to me. PowerPay is buy now pay later. I can buy a ten thousand dollar home improvement and I can pay it out over fifteen years. So I take a ten thousand dollar purchase and I can turn it into a hundred dollar a month payment. That to me is buy now pay later. So I, I don't know how to compare the two. Um, you know, 
financial engineering is it's, it's been around for 50 years and it's probably going to continue to change um you know the feds might change the way people are able to do things you know we don't believe in taking advantage of anybody we are a company that is you know very focused our maximum loan rate is 14.99 that's it and we won't go any higher we try to be no fee or low fee to the to the contractor and merchant um you know we have bank partners that we work with that that they need to make a yield so we spend most of our days trying to make sure that everybody is in alignment to to offer a fair program um so i don't know if i answered that question or not but there will always be somebody that's trying to do some kind of a buy now pay later it's just being reasonable if you're overcharging the consumer mm. it's not a good thing for our consumer it's not a good thing for the economy it's not a good thing for america we just don't believe in it so I don't know if that's a good good answer or not, but that's what we do. That's okay. That's your answer. That that that's how you chose the answer. So you get to do that uh, on for the future. Question number three: What's one industry trend you think will continue, but you wish would go away? Well, one of the trends that I'm seeing right now um, in in our space is that because of consolidation, meaning that uh, companies are being purchased, that what they're doing is they're they're opening up their credit policy a, a little bit aggressively in order to show a, a faster growth rate so that they can be purchased. It's causing some ripples in the marketplace. And what's going to happen is the contractors that were using them are going to be disappointed when the moment they sell that they stop offering those programs. And we're seeing a lot of that happening now. That's a trend that is driven by, um, you know, I guess, uh, valuations in the in our in the in the fintech world, um, which is going to cause problems in you know in just it, it causes uh, frictions or or roadblocks in our ability to maintain relationships because people see oh this great program this great rate well they'll get it for a little while and then they're going to be lender surfing that's a that's a thing that happens it's not a great way to do business you really want to have a relationship with people in order to help them grow their business long term bouncing back and forth isn't a trend that we like and we don't we don't subscribe to it last one here for the future what's one thing you believe will dramatically change or fade away in real estate as a result of tech advances well um all i know honestly is 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 lending we're we're a we're a lender and the thing that we see is the most important thing which actually believe it or not I think that the, the more convenient, the faster the process, the easier it is to use, the faster it is to use, that merchants will choose convenience and speed over price any day. And what we find is that we spend most of our time figuring out ways to speed the process for the consumer's application, the, the underwriting of that consumer, and the, the merchant's ability to, to present and deliver that loan quickly is what's going to win in in our in our world going forward. It's you know that's the first big hurdle. The second part is sort of integrating into their workflow the way that they can go into the home, talk to the consumer, sell the product on you know, the project, and then figure out how to finance it for them in seconds and in the home. And that's what we spend all of our time on. Yeah. So if that's a trend. 
um, or you know, that, that's where we invest the most and where we spend most of our time. You guys are making that happen. See, that's, that's the thing. That's why it's about the future. It is, it is the future. We're seeing that right now. David, we're going to move on to the last three. This is, these are three questions that uh, enable our listeners to get to know you better. First one here is, what are you reading? Well, I'm not an avid reader. I hate to say it. Um, I spend most of my time reading uh, industry-related uh, either market studies or, or our daily reports. I spend most of my time seeing what's coming through our pipeline, what's in our pipeline, I wish I had a good story, a good book for you to, you know, to, uh, to, to talk about, but, uh, you're, you're not, you're, that's not me. Sorry. That's quite okay. Uh, you know, for what it's worth, my, one of my, uh, best friends and, and mentors, I remember asking him this question over lunch several years ago and he gave me this perplexed look and he goes, Nate, the internet, <laughs> he's like, what are you talking about books? He's like the internet, everything's there. I, I, you know, I read the Wall Street Journal every day, and I look at, I look at, you know, financial uh, uh, articles about what's happening in my space. I believe it or not, I, I get these Google reports um, on 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 our industry, what's happening in our industry, so I can keep on on it. But you know, I haven't really read a good book in a long time. I hate to say it. It's all right. Question number two here: Who are you learning from? Well, uh, you know, this is one of the fun parts of my job. Uh, you know. Um, um, I've had many careers, and uh, this is the first career where I really get to work with a lot of young people. You know, their average age in my office is probably, you know, mid twenties. Um, some of these are first and second jobs, and so I'm learning a lot from the people that I that I work with every day. Somewhere I'm helping them understand what they're doing, mm. why they're doing it, how they should be doing it. Um, so it's it's kind of this back and forth where. You know, I have a lot of experience in, in dealing with situations and I get to teach and listen and learn from my employees. It's been fascinating. I actually love that part. That's awesome. Last one here. What inspires you? Um, I'm, you, you want me to be honest? I'm going to be honest. Okay. So I have been a transactional person my entire life. It's always about kind of building upon what you've done in the past and making it better and build a bit, building it bigger. Um, you know, PowerPay has been a tremendous amount of work and it's been a, a kind of like a, 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 for both my partner and I, you know, we put way more hours in than we'll ever get back um, to build something special. Um, you know, everybody said we couldn't do it. It couldn't be done couldn't do this, we can't do that. And literally our, every day we do this, it's doing things that people say we can't do. And um, it's been a tremendous uh, inspiration to you know watch two guys come up with an idea, put it into motion, pivot a bunch of times, come up with the right model, you know, get our partners engaged in what we're doing and, and involved, helping us grow out our model and then having a team that sort of believes in what we're doing as well, not really knowing what they're doing sometimes and getting them trained up and accelerating their learning. I mean, these kids, some of these kids are, are going from, you know, one, in one year, I feel like they've gotten an MBA and then some in, in life and business and transactions and dealing with people and complicated you know, issues. And it's been amazing that way. So the, mm. the whole thing inspires me. 
uh, we're really looking forward to what's next and you know, creating value for the company and the shareholders and ourselves. Good for you. David, I, I really appreciate your time here. Uh, I've learned quite a bit. I think this is going to be one of, uh, you know, I, I always say this because I, I actually, I mean, I'm obviously I'm biased about the interviews, but genuinely, I think that this is a kind of interview that I'm going to get quite a bit of feedback on that people learned a lot. And there's a lot to take away from here of building a company, uh, you know, that you can do a startup profitably in a very short amount of time, you know, True. and even even recognizing that if a market's big enough for multiple players, how good that is if you've got a good business. You know, it doesn't mean you have to sell all out equity and hope that your few hundred million in, in venture backing will eventually pencil out. So I appreciate your That's perspective right. and a lot of the insights. Before we head out, I'm gonna give people an opportunity if they, if they wanna get in touch with you or learn more about PowerPay, where do they go? How do they do that? They can visit our website at getpowerpay.com. Um, if they wanna email me, it's dh at getpowerpay.com. Uh, they can check me out on LinkedIn under David Haas. Um, and that's where we're pretty, you know, we're pretty reachable. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. And we'll be looking forward to seeing you guys keep ripping it up until next time. We'll catch you later. And, and just so you know, I'm going to go on Amazon right now and buy a book just to make sure my next <laughs> podcast, I have something interesting to talk about. Okay. There we go. Well, thanks for listening to the Tech Nest Podcast. You can always get future episodes delivered to you directly by subscribing to the podcast in your favorite app store. You can also join the newsletter. Head over to technest.io or finledger.com slash newsletters to get all future episodes, updates, and more sent to you right into your inbox. Last but not least, we appreciate your support. Please go ahead and give us a rating and review in your app store. This helps others discover the podcast and know that it's a great worthy listen. We'll see you next week.